Welcome to the Pilot Podcast, powered by Wildfire Radio. Where we watch the pilot episodes of TV shows and recap other shows to answer your question, should I watch this? I'm your host, BJ, along with my co-host, Me Too, and this week we're checking out Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club. So stay tuned to the end while I convince Beach to become a bottle girl. Wow. Well, you could be the VIP talent guy. Ambassador. The VIP ambassador, the guy that was assigned to that woman who spent $2,000 to get her own self drunk. She had no friends with her in a cabana, and he was her friend. Sounds like a good deal. So listeners, this is a pretty exciting concept for a show. The wonderful and talented Lindsay Lohan is partnering up with some business friends to start her own beach club in Mykonos called the Lohan Beach House. And this whole show is based around her VIP ambassador staff, who are these young, attractive Americans who she's imported to Mykonos to help make sure her VIP clients are well taken care of, whether that means going with you to buy a bathing suit, making out with you in the water, pretending to take a shot. Yeah, pretending to take shots with you, laying down with you, dancing with you, but never offering Poor people, blue sheets. Never do that. Lindsay, there is a scene, dear listeners, where Lindsay walks up to one of the cabanas and goes, who set this up? And then she's holding up this just regular blue sheet. And she goes, we're not poor. We don't need this. Which confuses me for two reasons. One, you already owned it in theory. Like they don't produce those sheets from anywhere. So I guess you are a little bit poor, mama, because you own that sheet. And two, what about it was so offensive? Yeah, that's just one example of a common theme in this show is that all of the things that Lindsay is providing contradicts what she seems to want 100%. from everyone around her. So she wants this elite VIP staff to be on point, full of energy, hype, and party with her VIP guests. But she doesn't want them to drink too much alcohol. She doesn't want them to just relax and have fun in their really nice mansion that they're staying at. Yeah, that was really confusing on the first night when they showed up to work, they checked in, and then they went back to their home, which is this really nice mansion with a huge pool. They're immediately provided with a bunch of booze and Definitely not like a real dinner. For sure, just looked like finger foods, some meatballs, some crackers and cheese and fruit, and that's it. So clearly the purpose was to get drunk. For sure, they were set up by the producers who were like, here's some booze, you're done for the night, let your hair down. They're jumping in the pool with their clothes on. And Lindsay and her partner show up, her business partner, and they're livid that at 10 p.m., these people are relaxing and enjoying and having a good time in their house. And it just felt like such manufactured drama because I didn't understand the issue with doing something on your off time, especially when no one was wasted. Because Lindsay was saying, I think her point was, if they're drunk now or if they're partying too hard now, they're going to be sluggish the next day. Or basically, she described a hangover. But it was... 9 30 p.m maybe 10 by the time they all sat down yeah they're very worried about them drinking too much um, which actually comes up again the next day with one of the girls janita apparently being wasted and they took one clip of her just laying down i hated that i hate that moment in reality shows when producers 
are clearly putting something together to make a case that isn't. So Panos, her business partner, looks around. He sees all of the people a bit more relaxed now that Lindsay had left the club for the day. And so he's rattling off things that are angering him. You know, they're standing around, they're partying. And then at one point he goes, Janita is wasted. And it cuts to some B-roll of her laying on the couch. So you could think that she's wasted, but in every other scene before, during, and after him speaking, she looks completely alert. So they clearly just cut it so she looks wasted. I saw an episode on, I think, VH1 of a behind-the-scenes or reality show Nightmares or something like that, where one of the contestants talked about her being famous for being the one on The Bachelor who people think slept with The Bachelor in the woods, but they actually apparently took audio from her getting a massage earlier and and cut it over when they walked into the forest. So she was like, yeah, we walked in there, we made out a little bit, but we mostly just sat and talked because you don't have many opportunities on that show to actually speak to the other person that you're courting. But they put over the audio of her, which, I mean, it's still a little weird to moan through a massage, but they put the audio of her kind of being like, oh, this feels great or whatever from her massage Mm -hmm. over the scene of them in the forest. That's what I feel like they did to Johnita on a way lower scale, but that's what they did to her. Definitely. And a side note to our listeners, if you're interested more in the behind the scenes of reality shows, check out the scripted show Unreal, which reveals kind of the behind the scene thinking of producers for The Bachelor. You see what they do on Unreal so clearly on this show. These people are plied with alcohol. There's clearly manufactured drama. You can tell that someone is buzzing in their ears about who is in charge of whom and, Mm -hmm. you know, creating some fights. But there was some real drama in the form of your favorite character, Gabby. She's not my favorite character. Don't do that. Don't do that. The second blue-haired girl, so she couldn't keep her blue hair because there's already a blue-haired bartender. and The DJ. Ooh, we can't have two. And it's the DJ that has blue hair, so... In this scenario, we can't have two people just simply existing in the same space with blue hair because it's not like their roles intersect ever when you're a DJ versus you're the person who's just trying to sell cabanas. They might get confused, me too, and we can't have our VIP guests wondering, (laughs) is she a DJ or is she an ambassador? (laughs) I see her behind the DJ booth, but she looks like someone who could fetch me a towel for rich people, not a poor person's blue cloth. What is going on? Who is this girl? (laughs) Gabby is also the only black girl in the house, according to her. Except Johnita is visibly black. But Gabby also says, you might think I'm white, guys, but I am black. I have blonde hair. (laughs) One, she tried to show Lindsay the blonde hair on her arms to be like, I'm white passing, which I think she is white passing. If she's a Washington, D.C. native, D.C. used to be a very black city and is still pretty black. So I'm sure there people think that she's white. But contextually in Mykonos, people can tell that you're not white. And so it was very funny that she tried to show her blonde hair to Lindsay. And (laughs) and Lindsay immediately was like, girl, I look like Chucky. I have pale skin and red hair. (laughs) You do not look like me. But Gabby really thinks that she and Lindsay are so similar. They've just gone through a lot of the same things. That was so weird. 
she can just really relate and she's here to really get herself started slash also support Lindsay. But really, it's about Gabby. Okay, first thing, they were set up. Again, one, the producers got them drunk and got them naked and then their bosses showed up. So they had to greet their bosses in underwear. And Lindsay, of course, was angry at the disrespect of of meeting her employees in underwear, even though she's coming to their home at 10 p.m. But two, Lindsay was doing just a simple icebreaker you do at most nine to fives, which is what made me laugh. But where are you from? Uh, basically, what's your journey here? Where are you from? Why do you want this job? What are you hoping to get out of it? And she dissected every single person's answer. One girl said she came from a religious family. And then Lindsay ignored that, just took the word religious, was like, my religion is I meditate three times a day. That's what keeps me going. But I'm going to keep an eye on you because you said you're religious, which I guess they're not in the US, but I think that's against the law. And... And the girl was like, no, I didn't say I was religious. I said my family was religious. And Lindsay kind of smirks at her. And she's like, hmm, the story's changed. And I think winked. And I was like, is she gunning for this girl because of her religious family? I know this poor girl already got a target on her back. And she barely said anything about herself. She was like, I'm from Detroit. I moved to Denver and I'm here today. And Lindsay was like, Girl, I'm keeping my eye on you. And that girl has spoken the least on this show. Lindsay doesn't trust her. <laughs> Lindsay don't trust her. And then Gabby kind of showed out the girl who I think in DC could pass for white. She tried to say, you don't understand what it's like to be black in this house to everyone. While Janita was next to her and is a brown skinned woman. So that was uncomfortable. And she tried to tell Lindsay that she had a 3.9 GPA and volunteers and does eye exams for people. And she's a biology major. She does all this in her free time on the weekend while working. She's ambitious. She's a go-getter. She's successful. But Lindsay set Gabby up because Gabby answered the question of, why are you here, I believe? And Lindsay was livid when Gabby said that she was there as a stepping stone. She was excited to see where this opportunity would take her, which is a normal answer for any job. I'm excited to see where this would take me. And Lindsay basically was like, oh, you're not living and dying to be a bottle girl in Mykonos? Excuse me? And she was pissed. The correct answer is, I'm here to make Lindsay's beach club the best it can be. And that's all I live for. Because she said, if you're here to build your own brand and not mine, what are your intentions? I don't like the reason you're here. And later, a girl came to Lindsay crying, which was absurd because another girl was just a little bit tough on her. She just forced her to work. Girl A was just standing around, Mia. And then another girl in the house was like, think, use your brain, start setting up some booths, do something, earn your stay. That made Mia cry. And so Lindsay, when asking why Mia was crying, was like, was it the girl with the blue hair? Meaning Gabby. She's just looking for a reason to get Gabby out of there. And then she talked to Gabby later and was like, you know, there's a girl who's sad and I don't want anyone here to be sad because I know what it feels like to be sad. So watch yourself, Gabby. No, she asked Gabby to check on the girls. That's her way of being like, look, girl, you better be on good terms with everyone. That's true. I think so. If Lindsay is that clever to be like, uh, you better not make anybody cry because you see how angry I am that someone is crying. So, Beach, can you tell our listeners a little bit about the VIP client who showed up 
So in this first episode, there was only one VIP client that day, Natasha. She's apparently a fashion model. She's someone I didn't recognize her. I think she was cast for that role, just like the VIP staff were cast for their role. So Natasha got assigned Brent. So she had her own personal VIP ambassador for the entire uh, duration of her stay. You said that it looked like she came in with two other people who mysteriously disappeared. <laughs> I thought she came in with two other women, but I never saw them again. So I think those two women were just walking in behind her. Yeah, because she had a cabana to herself. And it was very interesting because she clearly was attracted to Brent. He was attracted to her. And they're just like chilling. He's literally just hanging out in her cabana. They go shopping because this makes no sense. She went to this beach club and didn't bring a bathing suit. So she had to go buy a bathing suit. And then she wanted him to like watch her change. And this is when we found out how Lindsay really wants the VIP ambassadors to behave because he was like, look, she's flirting with me. This could start to get physical. And Lindsay was okay with that. She was like, you're working. He said, are you judging me? And she said, nope, you're just working. Lindsay kind of pimped him out because she also kept saying to him, "Yeah, oh, she's feeling you. She's feeling you. She has a crush on you. She has a crush on you. Like she low key was like signaling to him, do whatever you need to do to get that bottom dollar. Let's take a step back. BJ, you describe to me what their jobs were. Sell cabanas. Okay. Sell the most expensive alcohol. Okay. Look like you're having a good time. Kind of because Janita got in trouble for that the next morning when Panos thought she was drunk when she wasn't. He was like, you looked like you were having too much fun with the guests. And she was confused because she said, I thought that was my job to manufacture fun, to manufacture energy. It is contradictory because Panos was also like, you guys got to be lively. You need to be the energy at this place. Also, I think there are 11 VIPs, but we barely talk to any of them. It's very focused on like four or five of them this first episode. Hopefully we'll see more later. It looks like a few of them really show out. And spoiler, I mean, not really. In the preview, it kind of looks like Lindsay fires one of them. Oh. But I think we'll get more drama out of the rest of them. So me too. I have to be honest. At one point, I zoned out while we were watching this and I started thinking about this other MTV show, The Shannara Chronicles, which is actually based on a book, The Elfstones of Shannara by Terry Brooke. And they've even updated the cover on the Audible book to match the MTV show. Well, BJ, on the other side of MTV, I was a Jersey Shore girl. I love me some trashy reality TV and Jersey Shore really cornered the market. And for Christmas a few years ago, a friend got me A Shore Thing, which is Snooki's book. And I loved A Shore Thing. It was a delightful book. And on Audible, Snooki has another book called Gorilla Beach. And I listened to the preview and it sounds fantastic. So I actually can't wait to listen to that. So the good news here is our show is brought to you by Audible. And you can check out books by your favorite reality TV stars or I guess any other author by going to audibletrial.com slash the pilot pod. You can browse their banana selections of audio programs on Audible, download it title free and start listening. Again, for your free download and 30 day trial membership, go to audibletrial.com slash the pilot pod. Happy listening. Also, can we step back when Lindsay and Panos were looking at their resumes? (laughs) And it was 
a sheet of paper, half of it was like a picture of these people in their bathing suits and then like a headshot. And then there's just like a paragraph and all of their paragraphs are like, I'm a bartender, I'm a bottle girl, I'm a bottle waitress. I get a lot of tips. I would be good at this. And that's their resume. There were max 60 words on each of those resumes. Three tweets. Yeah. Three tweets and two selfies. <laughs> I love that Lindsay was presenting them to Panos as if she had personally recruited this ragtag team of club promoters. Yeah. And that they were commenting on him like oh i think that wouldn't be good or oh i like that one or oh that one looks like a greek god uh, funnily enough his name is aristotle which feels very greek but they're already cast so it's not like their takes on any of them affect whether those people cross the threshold into the house yes and that's where we get to this really odd feeling in that this is clearly a reality show and they are all mm -hmm. living in a house a la jersey shore uh real world this has been compared to Vanderpump rules on Bravo. But then Lindsay is very much treating them like real employees that she hired. But at no point would you ever set up your workforce like this, where they're like living together in this party house, you're providing all this food and alcohol for them. And these VIP ambassadors are not the main staff. So there's actually hardworking people in the background actually doing stuff. <laughs> Every time they needed to do something, they would find the, an actual staff member of that club to set up the table or whatever it is. And that person always looked nice, but haggard, just tired. <laughs> and I was just like, I wonder how much more work it is to be both a staff member and a guide for these people or a, really kind of a lackey. Yikes. So even amongst them, there's some dissension on workloads. Mm hmm. That's kind of like a maybe a flaw or just part of the system where if there aren't enough VIP clients for all of the ambassadors, someone is not going to get that chance each day. Yeah, there was one VIP client, they said, mm -hmm. and it was Brent's. And he did end up selling her four bottles of the most expensive boozes they could have sold. So I think he pulled in the biggest amount for the day of the cast members. Which makes sense. I mean... He did his job. Did he cross a line? It depends on how you see this position. Lindsay thinks he probably did a great job. Lindsay thinks he clocked in and clocked out just like everybody else. You know? Yeah. That was just work. That was his Tuesday. Although I will say one problem I have with this show is that it doesn't really feel like Lindsay is part of the cast. It feels like she is there and then there's the ambassadors these two groups. Yes. The only connection is that they're all at the same beach club. The show is clearly using Lindsay Lohan for name recognition. Mm -hmm. But I think she basically was like, I'm still going to party. I'm still going to have fun at my club. And y'all can film around it. Mm -hmm. I'll do max two to three scenes one-on-one -on -one with these people, max one or two group scenes. And that's what you're going to get out of me for every episode. Yeah, it's an interesting setup. And this is something my dad mentioned to me when we saw a commercial for this over <laughs> Christmas break. He's like, why would you get an addict to run a club where she will be surrounded by the thing that has like haunted her and caused problems in her life? Derailed her life. Okay, can we talk about the fact that throughout the episode, she kept in her interviews offset, she kept saying, if I showed up to set in a bra and underwear and greeted my boss 
or Steven Spielberg the same way that the staff greeted me. That'd be unacceptable. And she kept using examples. But in reality, Lindsay, especially post-partying, was known for messing up a set. Yeah. She quite literally passed out on the set of Georgia Rule. So it was weird to hear her use those examples. She definitely was a workhorse yeah. in her youth. So maybe that's what she's thinking about. But I don't know that these are examples that would apply to her in the last 20 years. Yeah, she's definitely had a lapse in her professionalism. So it is... Um... <laughs> a lapse in her professionalism? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's You should do PR. That's like when stars go to rehab for exhaustion. Like that's, <laughs> They're just experiencing a quick lapse in their professionalism and punctuality and they'll be tip-top shape right again, you know? <laughs> yeah, everyone's up and down. She's a little down. We're going to go back up. We... <laughs> <laughs> sorry that just that was such a good pr phrase <laughs> i know how to put a positive spin on everything you really do but you were saying that's the thing like Lindsay can act when she yes. is at her prime they showed mean girls before Lindsay lohan beach club and i watched the last 10 minutes of it while i was setting up our mics for us to watch together and it was fantastic it's better than I remember it. Yeah. So it's just sad and hard to see someone who's had so many down points criticizing other mm -hmm. people for what seemed to me like minor slip ups. Yes. Maybe she's being so intense about this because she knows what the impression of her is. Yeah. She wants to come across well and she truly sees these young, very young people as having a strong influence on her reputation and this club's reputation. She said they were building her brand. But because she's taking it so seriously, it feels like she's swinging away from what makes reality interesting. Yeah. In every scene, she's so buttoned up. There was just one scene where she shared a little bit of her life where she experienced, I guess, intimate partner violence. Her partner... I think slapped her or something. Mm -hmm. And that's why she bought that beach because she said she would never feel unsafe there again. So she owned it. Oh, what a way to solve your problems. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm not knocking anyone's path to peace and safety and finding that. But that was the one scene we got that I think was interesting with her in it. Everything else was so generic. It was like when we watched The Rock on Titan Games and he didn't have any specific comments when he was commenting on the games. He just kept saying, you know, keep it up, Sam. Keep going, Julie. You can do it, Kate. Yeah. She did the equivalent of that for this show, but it was like, be professional. Don't waste time. You're not and Mykonos to party, which is a hilarious thing to say. She wants to have the reality show and benefit from that and the fun of that but she wants to be the professional serious one so she can keep her reputation above water yes and i think that's really all we have to say about this show so you ready for the ratings yeah so me too what's your rating for Lindsay lohan's beach club on mtv um that pause says a lot <laughs> i would say my rating is would watch again casually but an extremely casual version of that I don't think I'll sit through another hour of this show like ever again. Okay. But I don't want to say would not watch again because I don't want to do my girl Lilo like that. I think if it's on and I'm flipping channels, 
I'll catch like 10 to 15 minutes of it. The preview indicated there could be a little bit of drama coming up. So if there's fun drama on it, maybe I'll tune in. Otherwise, I'll probably just keep flipping. So if you flip through at the right time Mm -hmm. and it happens to be between like 8.15 and 8.45, you'll stick around for 10 to 15 minutes. Because right at nine, I have to cut the channel over to A&E to watch Scientology in the aftermath with Leah Remini. Yep. Priorities. Yes. Okay. Well, my rating is I would not watch again. <laughs> this isn't my style of show and I have nothing against reality shows even though I don't watch that many but this just isn't appealing the setup is so strange due to the contrast between Lindsay's seriousness and the VIP ambassador's fun personality and fun approach to this job yes and I think I would get tired of seeing that clash over and over But if you do like shows like Vanderpump Rules, I was reading up on that show because I've never seen it. But this seems like another version of that, but in Mykonos. So (laughs) and and less interesting. But maybe you're okay with that if you just want to see pretty people working at a club. That's true. That's a good point. There are people who just enjoy watching shows of pretty people acting a little bit silly, a lot of manufactured drama, just drinking and being a little bit dumb. So if you can watch a show like that, then go for it. Exactly. But if you're looking for other shows, check out our reviews at thepilotpodcast.com and you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher Radio. And be sure to leave us a review and some comments. It really matters. A five-star review. That's what matters the most. You can follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at The Pilot Pod. You can like us on Facebook at The Pilot Podcast. You can send thoughts, feelings, roles you think BJ should play at Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club to askthepilotpodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on wildfireradio.com. Thanks for listening.